0: All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the two ugly for podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? And hello, John. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, my friend John, uh, we had him on about a year ago. He is a world traveler. Uh, I'll tell you his profession. That's okay, right? Profession, just not going to tell city or anything else because uh, anonymity is important given some of the things you discuss on here. We, did we give your profession last time? I don't think so. Is it okay, or should we? Well, let's just um, leave the profession out. Let's, no need yeah, to let's give the profession, <laughs> but uh, to suffice to say, it's um, hard and work. And then,
1: no profession is always my favorite profession. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's shady. I like it.
0: Well, he just put in. Uh, G- John and I were talking before you got on, and he 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 does hard work. You just got off a long shift, correct? Uh yeah, I worked about uh,
1: 48 hours straight.
0: <laughs> God damn. Uh, well, those
1: kids aren't going to traffic themselves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well what
0: he reminded me jake i don't think i ever told you this story It, it just something that popped out of the blue when he said he'd work 48 hours um, i didn't i i absolutely do not compare uh, yeah. what i did with what he does now because his work is actual work and when i lived in los angeles i did uh, property representation for filming and they work long hours and sometimes you'd get film shoots back to back And uh, I hadn't thought of this in years, but there was one time uh, I had two shoots that were back to back. One was ending at about 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. and the next one was coming in at 5 or 6 a.m. And my options were to, you know, lock up the building, drive home, uh, wind down, go to bed, then get up and drive back. You know, so I'd waste a lot of time driving. Uh, So instead I decided to stay on the movie set and just sleep there. And the only thing available for me to sleep in was the film production that I just wrapped was a Playboy fuck video where they make those soft core. They fuck, but they don't show penetration, even though they're really fucking. So I got to sleep in a Playboy fuck bed. That was the only thing. I mean, I, can, I figure it can't be any worse nice. than some of the hotels I stay at. Right. With the, the trucker sweat that I sleep in.
1: That's true, man. At least they're uh, they're, they're better looking. They're They're actors playing truckers who are getting laid you know what i'm saying (laughs) that looks way better than actual uh you know overweight truckers banging lot lizards who are in their uh late 40s but look like they're in their early 90s you know what i'm saying from all the crystal
2: it's good looking people playing something that's not so attractive (laughs)
1: yes
2: yes Yes.
1: the hollywoodization
0: of a truck driver but uh as john said yeah so i'm like uh uh, six degrees from, not Kevin Bacon, but banging a, a Playboy model, sort of. I got to sleep in her uh, wet spot, I suppose. So well, it doesn't
1: sound like you're six degrees from it. It sounds like you were about 20 minutes from it. <laughs> <laughs> That's way less than six degrees. <laughs> man. If only he had better timing. <laughs> uh, yep, yep.
0: Funny thing was, at this, and I and I get this, I do, but it was also funny, whenever they would actually film the fuck scenes, um, They had they cleared the room like any non-essential personnel had to leave the room. And it's like, yeah, I get it. But at the same time, this is being publicly distributed, distributed. Sure. I can't say the word for some reason.
1: But yeah, you're you're, before we start this next scene. Let me see your fuck pass. Do you have a fuck
0: pass? (laughs) I can't fuck in (laughs) front of these people. But as long as it goes out on the Internet to the rest of the world, that's fine. But if there's some guy standing in the corner watching, that's creepy. Maybe actually, it was like
2: a uh, Big Lebowski situation where if you wanted to watch, you had to pay.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, to be honest, there wasn't anything I really wanted to watch either because it it, it actually is kind of creepy. You're sitting there like, well, that's not erotic at all. I mean, because you got these this fat guy holding a boom mic and, uh, you know, just union teamsters sitting around like on Apple boxes. But
1: I kind of get it, though, man. Like, I I mean, even though it's going to be broadcast, I don't think it's necessarily... Just that, oh, I can't have someone see my naked body and I don't understand how the internet works, right? Like, I, I don't think it's so much that. I think it's, I don't know, it's somebody who does stand-up on stage and stuff, Crowds can be annoying, man. I don't want people, like, sneezing and small talk in the back <laughs> while I'm trying to bang somebody. And, like, you know, somebody's cell phone goes off. But, of course, if they're dumb enough not to put it on silent before a fuck scene starts, you know they're dumb enough not to be able to turn it off quick. So, of course, they don't turn it off in their pocket. No, they they, they take it out. They try to figure out what's the button that's going to turn it off fastest. Uh, they, they, they look to see who's calling. They might even answer it. They might take a phone call in the middle of my fuck. <laughs> Scene. So all you hear is ah ah ah. Hey, what's up, man? I'm a fuck scene. Ah, ah No, I I really I can't talk right now. No, I I know it's important, but ah ah. Like it's it's gonna ruin the fuck scene. <laughs> Good point.
0: Good point. And in the film industry, time is money. But all that said, that's not why we have John on today. That was just extraneous. Um, quick backstory. Uh, for for anybody that didn't listen last year, I've known John since about I would say. 2004 um he used to be in the service uh like you jake he, he was stationed in iraq and we met of all places uh in a myspace chat group and uh you are know, like oh i was uh, I said, i'm a comedian I, I got to go play overseas in iraq and he's like oh i was stationed in iraq i'm like oh i went to this base." and he's like when And i said this year he's like oh i was there that month before and just weird timing and uh so we've been friends since then and uh listeners that should You should go back and uh, find the other broadcast, because John, world traveler, uh, goes all sorts of exciting places and uh, does exciting things with exotic women. Uh, But that's not, again, the focus of this point. This point, John, I'll just toss to you. You went to Peru, and you went on a spiritual journey. That is why you are here. And you, you wrote about it, and I found it goddamned fascinating. So... Go ahead. Tell tell uh, like a version of the story or tell as much as you want. And then Jake and I can pepper you with questions. But I'm, I'm turning the floor over to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a uh, guess later. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. all right. I'm sorry. Cut, it, cut out here. Um, it's it's uh, I mean, it's really hard to try and put the whole experience in the words and without I mean, my, my best form of communication is the written word. So that's why I wrote it out. But uh, it was just probably one of the more.
0: First of all, let's uh, then let me try and guide you through it since I read your. First of all, I got it correct, right? You were in Peru.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was Peru. You know, I was just uh, back in the summer. I was watching uh, some parts unknown after Anthony Bourdain decided to off himself, and the Peru episode was on. And you know, it's just like, oh, that looks like a pretty cool place. Maybe I should go there. And so I looked, and the flight was the right price, and I had some time off in November. So it's like, you know what, let's, let's just do it. I'm going to go. I uh, invited a friend to go go with me, and he said, yeah, sure, let's do this. And uh, I started to do some research on, you know, things to do there. And you know, the I Peru, think I saw the
1: Peru episode. That was a good episode.
2: Yeah, I thought it was great. It was enough to make me want to go.
1: Dude, I didn't really watch a lot of Anthony Bourdain stuff. until, Like, I would see kind of clips, you know, stuff that people posted on Instagram and Facebook and things. But I didn't actually really start diving the late episodes, or I mean, like, full episodes, kind of like you're saying, until after he died. But after watching the full episodes, I sort of get why he killed himself, man. That is the most bipolar fucking show on TV. I mean, maybe not if they're going to, like, Canada and they're just watching ice hockey, and, and eating foie gras and stuff, but he'll go to, like, war-torn countries, and the whole episode, he's jumping back and forth between cooking and, and massacres, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'll be interviewing yeah, was, the locals.
2: Uh, it had to have been really tough to just deal with on a regular basis.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, it's just, it's the weirdest kind of... Week they'll be like, oh, so you watched your entire family get beheaded by rebels, huh? Listen, what kind of spices do you use on these chickpeas? Because these are <laughs> goddamn delicious. And they keep going back and forth. The, really, the bloodstains are still here on the restaurant floor, huh? That's really something. I, goddamn. I mean, this is, I've had good chickpeas, all right? I'm not saying I've never had good chickpeas. I'm just saying these chickpeas, very different than, you know, even chickpeas are out, outside of the massacrey places.
0: Well, did you guys, either of you, see the uh, the iconic picture taken of a starving seven-year-old girl uh, in Yemen over the year? It might have won picture of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, well, I heard an interview with the photographer that took that picture, and th- his voice is just like mine right now. It was very straightforward. He was just talking about how he got the picture sure. and how he was looking at But he also said... Uh, he was asked, like, how many pictures ever did you take to get this iconic one? He said, oh, probably over 100 or something like that. And that blew my mind. Like, you, you don't think of the process behind the picture yeah. where it's not just a picture. But what you just said about, uh, you know, the restaurant, everything, he is in with this emaciated, starving girl just taking picture after picture, and that has to fucking wear on you. It just
2: uh, it, it, it sits on you, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't emotionally not weigh you down. I some know. of those
1: guys just don't that that, that parting them is dead some of those goddamn photographers will slap a sandwich out of the starving kid's hand you know what I mean just because yeah, it's yeah. like look we're only at 50 <laughs> pictures you can eat after we're done
0: yeah so uh so you saw the Anthony Bourdain episode and did they did they do this uh what what's the did they do a journey like this on the episode like you took and that's what made you want to go try it in that country or
2: no, no. Um, it was just like uh, you I just wanted to see they, Peru they, they, because they, they had like a, a shaman thing there. But I mean, they didn't they didn't drink ayahuasca or anything like that, you know. And it was just kind of it looked like a beautiful country. And and when I started the research, it's like, well, there's a there's so much to do in Peru. But uh, one of the things that kept coming up was uh, going on the spirit journey, and that was you know t- drinking ayahuasca and. Spending some time with a shaman and kind of just going on this very intense uh, journey of self-discovery, I guess would be the best way to put it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and ayahuasca. As I, I don't know if you wrote it, but it's is it illegal in the states?
2: Uh, you know, if you're if you're a member of the, uh, I've done some research since getting back, but if you're a member of the North American Church, you can actually uh, you have access to doing ayahuasca
1: and mescaline well, it's, and it's p- kind of the same laws yeah like mescaline and, and psilocybin mushrooms and stuff like that right
0: now is, is this also the drug um that people when they're addicted to heroin do they go I, I saw something that said they go to mexico and take this and it purges them of, and it's sort of is it used as a toxic cleanse too have people used uh this to get off uh illicit drugs bad drugs worse drugs
2: yeah. I mean I don't I don't you know, like I would call it a drug before taking it. I don't call it a drug. I it's seriously okay. a it's a it's a medicine for the soul. I mean okay. it was uh but but yeah, that's like uh you know, it's it's been proven to cure people's depression, their addictions, um it, it it helps them with suicidal thoughts. Uh and I mean there's there's not a lot of people who go and take it and do not have a not, not a good experience, but a uh, religious experience. They
1: have- yeah, it's strong, man. Like, I've never, I've never taken ayahuasca, but I have smoked DMT, like the chemical that's in ayahuasca. They have, like, uh, they, you, you can get it in powder form where you freebase it. And just like, just like smoking anything compared to eating it, uh, it, it hits you a lot faster. It's stronger, but it doesn't last as long. I mean, that shit is over in, like, a half an hour.
0: Well, to, to, for your journey, you had to, you said you fasted for 12 hours before taking it. So uh, Jake just said, you smoke it, it hits you fast. You had to cleanse your system. You had to be like you're going for a colonoscopy. You had to be clear so that when you took the ayahuasca, you had a full effect of it, correct?
2: Right. I mean, even even leading up to it, which uh, I wasn't really good at, but they, they had like a, a two-week suggestion for diet where you're just eating lean foods you know no red meat no pork uh no alcohol no no sex or masturbation you're just kind of like cleansing your body of any toxins before that and then uh they had us drink this water that's from uh it was uh volcanic Volcanic spring yeah volcanic spring water and i mean it just tasted awful but uh you know they they had a strict Drink six glasses of it, and it's just shitting your brains out for a couple hours. But it was. Yeah, I can't imagine I, actual
1: I, volcano water tastes as good as the Fiji bottles. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little
2: <laughs> I mean, saltier, I imagine.
1: I was
0: I was making a half joke when I said colonoscopy, but that sounds exactly what it is. Like you have to drink a sort of heavy salty water to shit everything out, so that you are completely
2: clean. Yeah. Uh. You know, I, I had a colonoscopy before, just because I had some gastrointestinal problems. And uh, this was it was exactly the same thing, but it worked a hell of a lot quicker.
0: <laughs> well, maybe I should get that. I, I was told uh, that for my birthday next year that the, I went in for my physical and he said, I have some good news and some bad news. And I'm like, all right, go for it. He said, the good news is uh, to do your prostate check. I no longer do the finger up the butt. I just do a blood check and it tells me if there's anything wrong with your prostate. I'm like, awesome. Unless he said, you
1: tip the guy 20 bucks. It's one of those <laughs> if, one of those CD you want the Craigslist. Finger
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the bad news is he said you do have to get a colonoscopy next year and then if it's clean every 10 years. But so so I got that to look forward to in 12 months. Um but anyway, so you are in the heart of the Andes, you've just uh, done this cleanse, you 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 just shit your brains out so that there's nothing in you and uh what goes next? How do you take the drug? Where do you go? You said you're with a shaman. Uh continue walking us through it.
2: Yeah, so we um so after after that we, we we can go back to our regular diet for the day, uh, eating nothing past midnight, and then um, the next day we drive out to uh, the, their their spiritual center place. I mean it's it's not that special. It's just this house out in the sleeper Valley, and there's um there's a hut there, and uh, it's it's fasting all throughout the day i mean we the, the only thing we can have is uh, water and tea until about five o'clock in the afternoon and during this time of the process we're uh you know there, there's a quick ritual with the the uh Shepovo shaman and the andean priest and like you know eating coca leaves and you know get, getting blessings and stuff like this and then uh you know uh quick interrupts be, how many how other how is there
0: is, is there's a group how many people are in your group
2: uh, there was 10 of us. Hmm.
0: Yeah. And you quickly mentioned, uh, you, you had, a, a, a shaman, a priest, and there's a doctor on scene and a psychologist because they, this, does this, is it, when it gets in your head, they want to make sure all their bases are covered. This isn't just a, Hey, this, take this drug and wander off and have an experience. This is sort of controlled. They want to make sure that if you're freaking out, if you're, you know, shitting too much, if you, if anything happens, there are people on hand to take care of you.
2: Well, they're 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 working. I mean, the doctor is there to uh, you know making sure you're you're a okay to do it in the first place because like you know they run EKGs and everything, make sure you're not having any
1: heart problems, make sure your vital signs are good, and the psychologist. Well, is plus there I'd just- imagine if, if you could probably have um, allergies to that shit too, man. I mean, it's a it's a fucking strong drug. Like, yeah, I when, when I just did the. The powder version of it—it it was like it's the only hallucinogen that ever made me black out. So I would imagine if you have an allergy to that—I mean, there's some people that are so allergic to peanuts that if they eat a Snickers bar, it could kill them. You know what I mean? So if they got like a weird allergy to what you know, DMT or whatever else is in ayahuasca, I'd imagine that could fuck them up pretty bad. And who the right. hell? Who the hell's testing for that? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, well, and there's like not really checking for that. The
0: only uh, hallucinogenic that made you pass out, even though my favorite Jake no, story blackout. of all time, blackout, my favorite Jake story of all time is the I took dog pills and they killed me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, but that that wasn't a hallucinogen. That was for a gland that humans don't have. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is it wasn't a hallucinogen. You were just ah, so drunk, and
0: you needed to get more high. Hey, dog medication. Let's take it.
1: Maybe, see, maybe I should try taking half as much, and maybe that'll be a new thing. Maybe I'll be like the the first dog pill shaman. You know what I'm saying? I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll, uh, We'll be smoking crushed up dog medication off of tin foils, and I'll be curing people's problems and things. Uh, there you go.
0: All right, so all these people are walking you through this, and uh, you've, you've done a day of cleansing, you've done a day of uh, observation. I didn't, I didn't remember that you had a heart monitor hooked up to make sure you could handle
2: this. Yeah, um, I don't think I really mentioned it, but uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that. Uh, you talk to a psychiatrist, and he kind of he kind of helps you focus on what you want your goal to be. Because I'm going to be honest, like I went into this like thinking, like, oh, this is this is whatever. I've done mushrooms before. It's not that big of a deal, you know guy was kind of being a cocky ass about what I was entering into. And so I didn't really have a plan for what was going to happen. You know, and so you didn't
0: uh, the, you knew it was a journey, but you were doing it more for, hey, let's see what happens. Not like d- did some of the people in your group say I'm here to get over my dead husband or I'm here because uh, I was touched as a child and I need to get this dark force out of my right. life. Okay. Was, uh, I'm,
1: I'm here because I'm the star of the show Game of Cards and uh, or house of cards. And uh, <laughs> my addictions are making my world crash down. So I need to get a handle on this now. The uh, the film production company has sent me down here. They they gave me a blank check. They want the Peruvian. To save house of cards. But you you had
0: no game plan. You were just like, it's a new experience.
2: Right, right. That was that was mostly what it was. And then, you know, after talking to a psychologist, I kind of like came up with something like where I just kind of you know, my, my my relationship history isn't the greatest. <laughs> you know, I'm kinda, but your sexual I sexual history kind of emotionally kind of makes, off. My sexual makes history me jealous. Is awesome. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I I wish but, I
0: had your sexual history.
2: But, you know, the, the actual maintaining relationships was just kind of garbage. And uh, it's like, well, maybe I should focus on that. And he's like, well, what do you think that is? And it's honestly because, uh, you know, my I don't open up to people. I was, being vulnerable wasn't really my thing to do in person. Um, so, you know, we, we set up our goal. And then, uh, you know, a little later after that, we, we go out and uh, they do a couple of, uh, we're standing outside. And they, there's a little ritual that the shaman and the priest do before we go in the hut. And then, uh, you know, they, they say some prayers and they smack you with some flowers and, you know, all this other, other
1: stuff. That, they smack uh, you with flowers?
2: Yeah, they, they're like kind of brushing you with flowers. And it, it's like. Um,
1: Dude, they, they sound like Mario Brothers characters. This is crazy, man.
2: <laughs> it's for cleansing and, and like protecting, protection kind of things, like prayers. Nice. And then uh,
0: when you say hut, by the way, is this sort of like a, I, in my head? I picture a Native American smoke hut or a sweat lodge, where you sweat the impurities out. Is it like that? Is it heated, or is it just when you say hut, it's just go in this here in this room, and this is where you uh, have your thing.
2: Uh, there's there's a speci- specific name for it. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. But it's kind of like a smoke lodge, except for it's not heated. I mean, there's a, okay. You you know there's, there's so you go in and there's like a there's 10 mats for the 10 of us and then there's like some pillows for the shaman to sit on because he sits in the center and then the, those mats there's all like sleeping bags and blankets on them and there's a bucket and a you know because you're gonna vomit hopefully or you're gonna shit your pants hopefully not
1: <laughs> when, <laughs> when you when you take this um, so do you get a different bucket for shit and vomit, or do you got to just shit no. and vomit in the same bucket? Because that's kind of well,
2: gross. Well, 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 there's the vomit bucket, and if you shit, there's a bathroom outside. and They, they help you
1: walk to it because uh,
2: it's, really, nice. it's really hard to walk when you're... I'll in, bet, man. Another dude, <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, when I when I smoked it, I, I took... And I was, I was like you were saying. I was like, I used to eat a ton of acid, a ton of mushrooms... And my friend was giving it to me and he's like, oh, you got to try this. It's it's completely different and it's going to blast you to another galaxy. And he kept using that term, blast you to another galaxy. And I'm like tripping really hard. Yeah, I've done that. I got it. You know, and we're smoking.
0: John just said another dimension. So you're both kind of on the same page in, in a way. So right. what well, yeah, I mean, it is powerful. It instantly blasted
1: me off, and I I blacked out and slowly came back, too, and I guess for about five minutes, they said I was just laying back on the couch, cackling at the ceiling, and I I didn't remember any of it, and I just kind of slowly sat up, and it felt like I was just sort of being put back in my own body, but that I was like some other being, and I was getting a quick back brief, like, okay, you're, you're a human now, you're like a person with hands and shit, this is Earth. And um, I don't know, man, like I was going to a timeshare or something and I was a, a being from someplace else. And I was just kind of but it wasn't like a panicky, like I don't know where I'm at kind of thing. And then I, I came back two more and I realized, oh, I'm on a drug. I'm tripping and came back to more and re- realized what the hell happened. And then I completely sobered up and it had only been like a half an hour since I hit the thing. But yeah, I mean, while I was sitting there, especially when I don't remember it. There's not yeah I wouldn't have been able to tie my own fucking shoes. I wouldn't have been able to walk to the bathroom at all, man, so yeah, they got to have somebody there to help you literally do anything other than sit in one spot and just be whacked out of your fucking skull
0: well, and that's what happened to you correct you you said that you vomited the most of anyone in the hut, so you, you you're in the hut, you take the uh, ayahuasca I said that correctly did i uh, uh
2: yeah ayahuasca yeah
0: ayahuasca and and you you throw up more than anyone, and you have to be escorted out. Do you need air or I forget?
2: Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Well, I did two ceremonies, and the first ceremony was just because I needed to. Uh. Like, like once it started to take effect, it's just, I. I felt like a scared little child. Like, and there's, there's, there was no reason for it. Like, there was nothing, scary inside the hut. It just was like reaching down to this part of me that just, was seriously afraid of things. And. Well, you did was, have
0: a hallucination where you saw a cougar with piercing red eyes staring at right. you. So, when now, when are that, you
1: talking about a cat or are you talking about an older woman who's trying to fuck you at a bar like right, right before the, bar the cat, closed? The big cat,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> ah, so, those are scary. So,
2: right before I vomited, I, I like they have you be on your hands and knees to vomit so you don't choke on your vomit. So, I rolled over on my hands and knees. And I'm looking, and my hands are turning into paws, and I started puking into the bucket. And then oh, so you were
0: the cougar. Oh, when I, I looked missed into that the
2: bucket there was, um, there was uh, these, this face of a cougar with piercing red eyes looking back at me. And so it was just kind of like, freaked me the fuck out, you know? And it was just kind of overwhelming. And I tried to stay in the hut and then the shaman's over me and like they come by you and they, they're like, they're, the priest is by you and he's like brushing you with, with uh, feathers trying to uh, chase off the demons or whatever. And it just got to be so overwhelming that I needed to go outside and I needed to get some air. And uh, once I got back, got outside, it was just kind of like vomit parade there for a good, I don't know how long, you know, it was just kind of everything just yeah. coming, coming out that it was like, uh, it, it was, it was, it, it's weird how, how like it sucked, but you could feel it making you feel better, you know? Sure.
0: It wasn't like drunk barfing where you just feel horrible or flu barfing. Oh, maybe it was kind of like flu barfing. I know that when I flu barf. The instant you're done flu barfing, you just feel like, oh, thank God I've done. And you crawl back on the couch, But you just feel until the next round. You just feel so good after flu barfing. Right. I mean, I, I, I mean I'm not I, trying to I, I, I am comparing it to that, but I'm, I'm guessing that it's that times a thousand it, or something.
2: Right. I mean, it's not like like I didn't feel sick. It was just that this needed to get out of me. Right. Kind of kind of thing.
0: And you said um, while well, you were outside, there was another guy out there barfing, and he was surrounded by a dark aura, and he was not happy about his experience. You were feeling no. Relieved, he was not. He, was, he was not was having saying, a good time. I Can't believe we paid for this.
2: Yeah, he's just uh, the whole time he's just kind of sitting there, and like you could tell when he came up that there was just something off about him. You know, he's like, oh, he, like his first question, the group was like, hey, "Are you guys psychic?" And it's like, yeah, whatever. What are you talking about, dude? You know, and uh, that's uh, not going he, in open, he, open-minded, uh, open arms. He's not ready yeah. for the
0: experience. He's like. The tough guy.
2: Yeah, you know, he's, 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 you know, like this guy, like, oh, I, you know, I've achieved this level of spirituality before with acid and shrooms and other drugs. And it's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I I don't know what this is, but I don't really care to hear your story about how you want to brag about how you've been there before. Um, And and he was just kind of off right from the get go. And you could tell, like when we went out there, like I wasn't even I wasn't even sure if I was, if he was real, because like, it's just everybody has his own vibration, and like he's just kind of sitting there and he keeps talking to me, in between puking, and I wasn't sure if like he was just like some some spirit that's there like to help me through the puking,
1: or if he's so just like, he's, some demon. So his but he dark adds, like, aura. A super- I'm sorry, was it? So this, he's just basically bitching about what's going on the whole time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Like, I
2: mean, he, he's he's puking, and I mean, you can see, like, he just had, like, this black cloud around him, and he's just, he's vomiting, and he looks at and he's like, can you believe we paid for this, you know, ha, 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 and then he'd just go back to puking, and it was like, this, this I, I can't even, I don't, I don't know how so long it So he's vomiting, no and he's existing. talking
1: about how weak the fucking
2: drugs are? No, no, no. This was before that he was talking about how weak they were before, beforehand, before
1: even taking it. Before even taking. So wait, he's, he's, um, he's never taken the drug, and he's talking about how fucking weak it is compared to drugs that he's done before.
2: Not, not talking about how weak it was, but how he's attained this level before. Well, but he's never done the drugs, so how the fuck would he know? Exactly. exactly. He's just a tough guy trying to. He's just a tough guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But this is this is where it starts to get interesting. When you're outside. Uh, a, a nurse sort of tries to keep you calm. You say you're terrified, but this is where you start to have visions. You say there's a, a woman with dark hair that is trying to, and I don't want to, I'll, I'll, she's trying to kill a part of you, but she's not trying to kill you. She's like, you, you think she's trying to kill negative energy in you or something like that. that that's I, I it mean, gets,
2: I can it, it's weird because I mean like in the moment, it felt like she was trying to kill me. Like uh, it would be introducing me to these dangerous situations like running in the traffic or or I remember like being pushed towards a cage of rabid dogs and being surrounded by wood chippers. And it was just kind of like I would just turn around and be like, why are you doing this? Me? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, and this was all in, in my head. I don't think I was talking. I might have been talking a little bit. But, you know, it was just kind of like just this part of me that she was trying to kill. And I thought it was me at the time and uh, eventually like it just kind of it, it, it started to unwaver from that and it was just kind of like maybe she just she was just knowing I wasn't ready for it um, and then from there we kind of like the uh, the nurse kind of guided me to this chair that was outside and she covered me with a blanket and sleeping bag and I, I just kind of I, I, I closed my eyes and I just I shot up into the stars like I was I was off this planet um, seeing visions of things that I've never done but it was like watching myself so I, it could have been like from my subconscious dumping or or just kind of like people say they they experience their their past lives a lot I, I didn't feel like it was a past life but it could have been um, but like like remaining at a basketball game or doing heroic stuff and war, stuff like that. Um, and then and after And you also that,
0: said when you, you you literally when you say you shot up in the stars, you said that you could see Earth. Like you were you you were literally in your mind visioning that you were looking at Earth from space.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean I, I uh after after the stuff that I was seeing stopped, I looked back down on Earth and I, I just I shot into the jungle and I became the cougar. And I was running through the jungle (laughs) and it was uh, the happiest I've ever felt. (laughs) Now,
0: do you think that uh, there's no way to answer this unless you ask the nurse when you were done? Uh, Do you think that when you were running as a cougar, you were like a a dog having a dog dream and kicking your arms and legs in the chair? (laughs) You you know, you ever seen a puppy have a a running dream? Do you think you were in the chair like flailing and in your mind you're a cougar?
2: (laughs) You you, you know, I, I. I don't know cuz like you can still like you can kind of control it like right like you can open your eyes and realize you're back here on earth but when you you close your eyes you're 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 in this other realm I mean you're in this this just dream spirit world where like uh, and it's real I mean it's 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 the most real thing that you'll ever feel cuz it's 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 just insane how how uh, it
1: can truly takes you out of here and uh, Do you think in the jungle cougars ever eat this stuff? And envision themselves as a human being, like, doing taxes or something? <laughs> that would be some wild shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, well, the thing with ayahuasca is, like, uh, it, it is two things mixed together. So so I don't know if the cougars found a way to eat the two different plants that make it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have to be. that. That's a weird day for that. That's a busy cougar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, that's you know, a they lot of stuff looking like squirrels it by it. mistake.
2: But... Uh, yeah, so, so I mean, my, my my friend who was there with me, he came walking out of the hut. He had come down before me, and he saw me, and he was like, dude, your smile was, like, the biggest smile I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, yeah, okay, dude. Like, it, I felt pretty damn happy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, and that was, like, I mean, that started at, we took it at, like, 7 o'clock, and so I came down, like, right around midnight was when I started to feel back on the planet, <laughs> So it was, uh, that's crazy, man. It, and the, then the, you
0: go to bed and the next morning you have to give back to the community. You said,
2: yeah, yeah. So like their thing there is, um, cause, cause for, for, for the people running this, this is, this is a very serious thing. This isn't, this isn't just recreational drug use. And I mean, it's, it's not, you don't do this for recreation
1: because
2: there's nothing recreational about it. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's not like any drug I've ever heard where like pot, You smoke pot, you get giggly, you get happy. You know, like I can't unless you're doing it with serious intent, you're not, hey, let's go to Peru and take a drug and throw up a lot. You know, that's not a recreational fun thing. No Unless you're a bulimic.
1: They love that shit. I I was just gonna say, (laughs) that's also
0: what sorority girls and frat guys do every fucking weekend is they just use alcohol to throw up. But either way, I guess I guess throwing up is part of the, the the drug experience, depending on what it is.
1: Cindy, I got this stuff from a Peruvian shaman. It, it made me puke more than anything I've ever eaten before. I am the skinniest I have ever been. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So, so, um, so their their thing was like, uh, you know, we just had this religious experience. Let's give some of the energy back. So they drove us back into uh, Cusco, and we went and uh, helped out with like. Uh, the, the Mother Teresa orphanage there. And these are kids that are like, um, they're disabled and abandoned, basically. You know, there's like, they're Jesus. all wheelchair bound. They're, there's uh, there's a girl that I thought was like three years old that was walking with a walker. And she, in actuality, she was 12 and just kind of <sighs> non communicable And, uh, well, that's, you no know, so we. Going we, back we to were, what
0: I said about the photograph in Yemen, that right there, that has to stick with you. Just, just seeing that. And then. Well, how does, to to go off track from, how does, and we all know it exists, nobody is ignorant, nobody, well, there are people that are ignorant, but nobody talking in this conversation has blinders on, we, we've all seen the world, but, I, I mean, I've been to Haiti, and not Haiti, the other side, what's on the, Dominican Republic, and when when you see poverty like that, when you experience children like that, and then you come back to our life of luxury, it just, it fucks with your head a little bit, you're like... You see people getting angry because the line is long, or their waiter took, you got them, or and you're just like, dude, just calm the fuck down, or whatever. I mean, just it's very perspective uh, placing. Yeah,
2: it's uh, it's it's humbling, and it's um, it's uh, it was very uh, emotionally overwhelming experience. I mean, like I was, I was shedding tears a little bit, <laughs> just helping them out. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, you it- know, like you're feeding these kids that can't feed themselves, and it's just they've they've been abandoned, and they got they got nobody but the people of this this church that are volunteering for him and uh so it was it was a it was a a positive experience that um also reminds you of how good life can be <laughs> i guess if you want to use a comparison of uh what they have versus what you have it's it's a good thing to to experience just to keep you humble yeah um,
1: so do you think if somebody went there for, I mean, because you, you mentioned going there to try to quit drinking, right? No, this I wasn't even that. about that. I
0: said it. Can, I think I read that people okay. do that in Mexico, that they that they go to Mexico to take this drug
1: to, sure. to get off yeah. whatever drug they're on. I was, I was just going to ask, Do you, I mean, do you think it's, it's possible people go down there for like really... Serious, like sick stuff that they're that they're into. You know what I mean, like serial killer, sex offender, shit like that, to try to oh, fix to any trying to get purged.
2: Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say that it's not a possibility. I mean, there was a guy there that was with us, and he was doing it to help him through his divorce. Um, there was another guy. There was another guy there who had a. He was kind of abandoned by his family, and he wanted to find a way to get right with that because it weighed on him you know so i I mean, I mean there's 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 some people you that are addressing some very serious issues when they when they go there and you, i think everybody who does it for the most part has the same experience of walking away feeling cleaner if that makes sense
0: yeah, yeah. it does well, so then you, you do the day trip and then you return to the, uh, the, the, the encampment, the, the shaman place, the what do you call it? What, what do you, the.
2: Uh, what, well, the place is called Atnikas. I, I, I oh, don't okay. remember. So has, that, that was the actual name of the organization. The, um, the
0: place of the ceremony, the ceremonial, right. the whatever, the institution. Yeah, and yeah. you said you meet with the doctor and psychologist, Amish, and you, you talk about your experiences. Did you do it one on one or was this a group setting?
2: it was kind of a group setting so uh we're all kind of sitting around and uh they just go from one side to the other you say your name you tell the, them what happened and then um, sounds like aa a little bit <laughs> it, it's kind of yeah it's like group therapy almost yeah. you know it's and uh the the shaman's sitting there and he's he's very intently listening and he doesn't speak english but there's a translator that t- that gives them the the notes and you know he, he states back what 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 his interpretation of people's experiences are. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that, but the shaman's taking ayahuasca with us when, when he's in there. Um, so, so that's, it's just kind of, uh, he, he knows what everybody's going through, right? Cause he does this shit all the time.
0: It's not like, uh, <laughs> Jake has used this line. I think other people, it's not like a priest giving marriage counseling, like, because the priest has never fucked a woman or lived with her or, you know, been in a relationship other than with his invisible sky being. So thanks for the... And the altar uh, boys. Well, yeah. Thanks for the marital advice there, buddy. Uh, appreciate uh, your, your your years of experience on marriage.
2: I mean, his, his job is as a guide and he, he wants to be there... On your level with you when you're going through it, basically. And, that
1: would be funny if there was some Mormon ayahuasca shaman who just kind of fell into it. He's like, "Listen, I'm not, I'm not taking this because this would upset uh, the Prophet Joseph Smith." However, I am really good at solving people's problems when they're on this. For some reason, you know, I just, I just get to the root of it every time. I have everybody healed in like an hour, and then people are feeling great. I'm like Beethoven writing the seventh symphony, or whatever. Deaf, I, I just I I go in there, lifelong sobriety, and boom, I heal everybody. You know, I the don't Romans even think I would want to
2: trust that guy. <laughs> but
1: well, that's what I'm saying. But what if he's really good at it? You know what I'm saying? What if he's uh, What if he's the blind samurai? What if he's just really good at it? He just goes in there with his with his crazy Mormon suit on and and his backpack. And he just starts shaking those feathers around, and then boom, everybody feels fucking great
2: i'm pretty sure well, that doesn't exist, but hey, it could
1: <laughs> i'm pretty cool. sure it doesn't either, but I'm just saying that, that would be cool if it did yeah going, going back to the group therapy you
0: um, I guess this goes back to the woman with dark hair with the wood chipper that uh, you felt was trying to kill you. Uh, you were explained the psychologist said uh, that maybe you yourself you were trying to kill one of your egos that everybody has two egos and his interpretation was you wanted to get rid of you have a positive ego and a negative ego and your trip was about like you said relationships opening them up opening up being vulnerable and maybe you wanted to get rid of your negative ego um is that what you feel happened then or could continue us down the path of where we're going
2: um yeah I mean that's that's pretty much um so like like after the shaman kind of explained what what you're going through and like saying like well it's possible that the cougar is my spirit animal and uh you know a lot of it was just a purging and I forgot to mention that that part to the group session but a little after I went for a one-on-one with the psychiatrist and I I had remembered that part of where I kept trying like Pachamama kept trying to kill me Pachamama is what they call mother ayahuasca it's uh the, a deity that you see when uh, you're you're on ayahuasca, and it's very common thread for everybody to, to have some kind of experience with her, even without like knowing of it. <laughs> so, yeah. it, the, oh, and speaking part of it, which,
0: you did say that whatever whatever you say, whatever the Romanian saw, though a guy with a dark aura that uh Can you believe we paid for this shit? He did he he cut
2: out at that point. He's just like done. He he uh, he woke up in the morning. He was out. Uh, he did not like his experience at all um i i wish he would have stuck around and said what it was because it has me very curious
0: (laughs) i mean it's like who it's it's odd to hear you say that because it's like he did not like his experience you're talking about projectile vomiting repeatedly (laughs) like who is gonna like that but the way you describe it does make it sound Healthy, not like the, the not the bulimic purging that we're joking about earlier. I mean it, it literally sounds like you are purging negativity. Or at least that was your experience. Everybody
2: has something different, but yours was a purge. Right. It was it was a cleansing for me. I mean, that's just uh, you know, waking up that morning I felt I felt really good.
1: <laughs> and it was it was it was bizarre because I don't remember ever feeling really that good. Um, Do you think Pachamama showed the Eastern European guy the movie Borat? They don't like that movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm not.
2: I, I wish she would have said like at, at least. He, I wish he would have stayed around and talked with the shaman because, like, you could tell like the guy, like, a didn't like his experience at all, and and b that he really needed to go through it again to to get something out of it. And uh, you know, I, I don't think that he. I don't think he had a good takeaway with anything other than he realized that maybe he just didn't like himself that much.
0: <laughs> well, now you say do it again, that's what you did the next night. You go through the terror and the vomiting again. Yes. Um. <laughs> so what's Which, experience two like? What? Uh, how far did you go this time? The first time you shot into the stars, saw the earth, and you became a cougar. Uh, what? Uh, now you're on night two. What is your experience?
2: Um, it's very different. Um, you know they they were saying that like you know on your second night you're not going to uh throw up as much <laughs> um and and because you purged and this that and this and uh you know But well, what they left up.
1: out is that you shit your pants repeatedly yeah,
2: yeah well i i never shit my pants but the there's one kid that did you know but that's really ah th- oh, poor um, guy that's fucking yeah. awful man yeah yeah, but I mean, when you're in it, man, you're in it. And I just think it, him shitting his pants was more or less of him not wanting to get up versus uncontrollable shit.
1: <laughs> and
0: it's better that he does it there than in, you know, like fifth grade where he learns learn, a nickname for the rest of his life. And,
1: you know, he like ah, Timmy, Timmy, poopy pants, you know. I don't know, man, if I'm tripping, I'm uncomfortable enough, even without shitty drawers. That sounds awful.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying as far as the stigma
2: I you know I don't know it didn't happen to me, uh, I I guess if you're that deep you're not even going to notice it and you know but uh, yeah so night two the,
0: that's where we're at we're at night two you you're throwing up again,
2: um, yeah so we go in there I I take it I'm the first one to puke I mean it's about a half hour and I just start start going and it's just I'm I'm focusing on this uh, this goal of uh, helping me destroy my my negative persona and uh, you know I'm, and and the psychiatrist was saying like well you know just focus on forgiveness and guidance and, and ask ask for your for help to help you destroy your, your negative your negative ego. So that's that's what I'm doing the whole time just in my head thinking that this is what I need to get rid of um for help help me forgive myself for for you know closing myself off or you know all the, all this stuff that I'm kind of just repeating in my head at, as I'm waiting for this for for the uh, journey to happen. Um, and then I, uh, I started to vomit (laughs) and, uh, you know, like this time it felt different as in like, um, I had to go outside again, but it was for different reasonings. It wasn't like that I needed air. It was just that I could feel like even before taking it, like I just could feel this like negative energy blowing up in my stomach and, uh. You know, I could I could tell that this was something I don't want to admit in in this area where other people are going through their own experience because I don't want it to spread.
0: Fair enough. Good good on you looking out for others.
2: So so I, I get walked out again. I uh, I get put in the chair and uh, closing my eyes. I'm having bouts of vomiting and stuff. And uh, my vision is of uh, me physically dying and getting pulled away. And, and and I would do it and I'd start to freak out and I open my eyes and I'd make sure I was still alive and check my pulse and you know, just just make sure I was physically okay. And uh, you know, that was just every time I would do that, I'd vomit again. <laughs> and then uh, eventually it got to the point where, okay, we're this is gonna happen differently. I I, I, I do my best, I'm saying in my head, I gotta accept this, I gotta accept this, it's gonna happen no matter what. Um and, and there's part of me that really doesn't like letting that go. Uh, and, we all and, like
0: control. You want to be in control. of. It's, it's like right. Romania. You want to hold on. Like, no, yeah. no.
2: And that's that's part of the negative ego. It's just thinking that you can control everything. And, uh, you know, that was just kind of, like, that was the start of it. And then, like, you could just, I could feel myself, like, every time that part of me would come up and he'd make an excuse or, you know, just be like, no, it would just get purged. And, you know, like, you'd, you'd look, I would look in the vomit and, like, you could see, like like just, it's crazy because i could see these demons coming out of me you know you could, it would just be this cloud of negative energy getting getting spewed out and i mean the, the, some of the vomit that was coming up was stuff that i had no idea could ever come out of my body because it was just like foamy and just gross nasty blackness you know and, it's and this just, is
0: generally on a mostly empty stomach right you're still yeah. like all all i've had the
2: whole day was water and tea and i had like a we could have like two pieces of fruit for lunch was pretty much all I had for the whole day. So it's an empty stomach, but somehow I have all the shit inside me that's coming out. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I eventually get to the point where I am, I am two people and I'm looking back at my, my negative persona and he is separate from me. And, and then, um, there's this big black snake and, uh, that's, uh, also a representation, uh, of Pachamama. And she just starts striking him, killing him, killing him, killing him. And I'm watching him down. I'm just cheering on like, Yeah, kill that guy. Kill him, kill him, kill him. <laughs> you know. Uh,
0: and then. That would be the Pachamama is killing the negative version of you.
2: Yes, yes. And then um, from there, I kind of, I just, I, I accepted what was happening and I got pulled up again. And it wasn't in the stars this time. It was just like, it was literally in a different dimension like that's that's the only way i could explain it like because i was no longer anywhere here i mean time was not a thing you know it was just kind of it was out of this world experience and uh i end up and there's this goddess there and she has uh three faces and um, you know i've been trying to find out you know looking through like religious texts getting back trying to figure out who 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 she was um and and the closest thing I can find is uh, there's there's an Egyptian goddess whose name's escaping me right now, or it was Shiva, and uh, you know it was it was kind of like okay maybe maybe these Hindu and Buddhist texts are they got something there because they've been around forever and maybe they're they're the closest to that uh, spiritual realm, um, and and she just kind of showed me who I am and and like the the showed me who I am supposed to be, um, kind of tell me that I, 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 I'm supposed to be in the profession I'm in, and, and that uh, I, I, I'm I here to do good things, and um, just kind of showing me and filling me with love and, and joy. And uh, then I just remember asking a bunch of questions and I wasn't sure if I got answers or not. It wasn't like she was speaking to me, it was more like a telepathic kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, it, it was just it was uh, I mean, it was intense. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I was there. I, w- I was the last one having visions. I think uh, by the time I opened my eyes, it's like everybody was already outside the, the hut and they were they're were eating and laughing. I could hear them. And I was just like still deep in it, you know, and uh, the nurse came. So and not checked on not me. to
0: put it a certain way, but they had, quote, sobered up. Um, they were
2: they were coming down, yeah, yeah, coming down. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. Um, and and I was on my way down, and I just kind of sat there and I was closing my eyes, and I just kind of kept seeing things, but not as intensely. And then uh, you know then they're helping me up to go get some food, and you know everybody's kind of standing outside, and they're they're like you could just tell everybody you just felt so much cleaner as human beings, like they were just everybody was happy and they were talking about their experience already and we were just I mean we had already talked the day before and it was like literally like we had known each other forever and that that uh, it was like a, a unreal bond that could be made in such a short period of time um, and yeah so so it's uh, I went I had some food you know uh, talked to them for a little bit talked to the other people went to bed and uh, you know, some of the people were uh, staying for a f- ceremony or two more. Um, I only booked two, um, but when I woke up in the morning, it was just like, like feeling, feeling like a completely different person yet the same person at the same time. Is the best way I can put it. Like, That's it's awesome. Kind of.
0: And so what? Yeah. So, it, do you feel you're on a different path now?
2: Um, I don't. You know that's 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 the troublesome part. Like uh, ever since getting back, I you know like I used to binge drink a lot and stuff like that. I haven't been doing that at all. I, 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 I I've gone out for a couple beers and stuff like that, but I don't crave those uh, the feelings of escapism anymore. You know, like uh, I'm not I'm not going out and frivolously slipping around either. So that's 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 a different thing that's happened. Oh, you're breaking um, my heart on that one. You know, uh, I I. Uh, I haven't had red meat or pork since getting back home.
1: Really? I mean, how, long, like, how long ago I, was that?
2: Uh, it's been about a month.
1: Really? No red meat or pork, huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm down 15 pounds. I'm feeling Holy good. I've been working out every day. You know, it's just like I, I've, I feel like a brand new person. You know, I'm I'm, I'm definitely – I'm lighter. You know, I'm still an asshole to my friends and all that stuff. But <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, it, it's just – it, Just it, not it, to strangers. Right. I mean, it's just a – you know i was an atheist i'm not an atheist anymore
0: that i was going to bring that up because to me that's the most interesting thing because i've never been able to define what i am i hate using the word agnostic but i think that's the only because i have no clue what's out there i i believe with all my heart that every man made religion is bullshit but that doesn't mean there's nothing and i it, it just boggles me i just i don't have the comprehension the ability to to comprehend what is out there but now, and you slipped into that realm too, and it's sort of, is it disconcerting to go, wait a second, I thought this one way my whole life, and now I'm confused? Or do you feel more at peace believing, all right, I'm, I'm confused, but it's good. I'm, Maybe it's the, the defeat of the negative ego saying, I'm not in charge of everything. There are things I don't understand. It's, it's a big universe, and who knows?
2: You know, I, I think a lot of it is just like, you know, trying to use logic to explain everything, and we're completely completely ignoring the emotional aspect of the human experience. And, uh, you know, that part of me was just shut off for so long that now that I have that and, and just, I, I mean, I can't, you know, like I know I physically was here, and I know it sounds kind of crazy, but I was in a different different realm, and I I know what I saw, you know, and it, it was real. I mean, it's the realest thing I've ever felt.
0: Well, I mean, uh, I, I hate to use a movie to prove a point, but... It's a great fucking movie. The movie Defending Your Life, uh, one of the lines in there is based in science where they say that humans only use what, one, two, three percent of their brain. So this could open up other segments of your brain where, yeah, what you're seeing is real because you are expanding consciousness, literally expanding your own the the usage of your brain power. If if we as humans walk around like slightly smarter apes where we use only one or two or three percent of the capacity we have to use, yeah, of course you're gonna feel something different or more powerful or like you say, real. What you saw was real because maybe expanding consciousness. That's real.
2: Yeah. I mean it, it was it was absolutely real. I mean it's just um and it it's it's given me a completely new perspective, I suppose. Like uh you know, like like I'm not like all, all these things that would hold me back are no longer there. You know, it's it's uh it was it was a therapeutic experience. Um and I just feel like a better, cleaner, lighter person. <laughs> Oh, there so you if, go. If, you, if you don't mind yeah.
1: saying, um, uh, roughly, if, if let's say the listeners wanted to uh, wanted to go down there and do it, how much how much would they have to put away to do so? I mean, with the how much roughly would was the travel and then how much was the actual um, the cleansing itself?
0: Jake, you can ask for you. It's OK.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I know. I don't have enough. It's just that the listeners um, may well, not be as broke well, as me. I mean, and they there's might there's
2: there's, uh, there's several different places um, uh this place was uh five hundred dollars for the retreat um and that you was a not too bad at all and i'm sure you yeah. can
0: find places in mexico i'm not sure if they'd be
2: the same yeah. but and you i mean i've done peru i've done my reading there's places in the states for it that you can do it oh, too i just yeah. for for me that it was like if i'm going to do this i'm going to go to the source you know i'm going to go yeah. in, in, the, yeah. in, the, in yeah. the mountains in the jungle and do this and do it the right way um but yeah there's other places i mean this place was the only place that really offered like a three-day two-day Ceremony kind of thing.
1: Right, yeah. Um,
2: But, like, there's other ones where it's, like, you know, you're seven days and you go on five trips and it's just, like, that seems super intense. And, you know, like, I I felt like I could have done maybe another ceremony or two just to get the results that I wanted quicker. But, I mean, honestly, since coming back, it's all about just doing the work on yourself to get there. Um, Plus,
1: like you're up in the mountains. That's fucking beautiful. And the air is, is awesome up there. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I mean, just being there. It is can't, can't be the same as eating it with the same itself. shaman in, in, in Newark, New Jersey or something, you know? Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. But if you go to Colorado or New Mexico, I'm sure you could find, you know, uh, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. What's the place in Arizona that everyone loves?
1: I don't know but that Joe Areppo will throw you in the fucking desert if if he catches you doing it in, in, in Arizona. That's got that's that, that's gonna fuck with Panamisha or whatever her name is. Pachamama. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Pachamama. She she does not like Joe Areppo at all.
2: Yeah. Well, Arizona's just not, I don't think there's any good places in Arizona.
1: <laughs> no, I was trying to uh, uh Yeah, dude, it's a... Arizona. If you get pulled over with that, that's like 50 fucking years Sedona. in Arizona.
2: Sedona, Arizona. That's what I was trying to think of. There could be a place there. Yeah, I mean, there's, like a, there's a guy in Kentucky, and the place is called Iaquest, and it's like roughly the same price, and you can do it. I mean, if, if you have the uh, membership to the Native American church, you, you can do this stuff. Um, and I've and heard peyote. of a Shaman— I've heard of a shaman uh, going around Wisconsin. But don't you actually and,
1: and, and... have to be Native American for that? I mean, like you can't just Elizabeth no. Warren your way into fucking ayahuasca licenses, can you?
0: Yeah, you can. It's yeah, you like can. a casino. They can, you know, once you're on the res, they have, they have, they have nationality. They are not. They have uh, uh, national laws don't apply. American. Oh, so laws.
1: the so they can actually sell it to you. You don't actually have to be Native American to take it. You have to be a member of the church. And they'll they'll I'm let sure you in even if you're not Native American. Online. I mean, how's that? How's that you, work? You gotta
2: you gotta you gotta pay for the membership from what I've from what I've read. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then uh, you're you're part of it, and you can join them on ceremonies and stuff like that. Um, and it seems like it's one of those things that like that uh, doesn't really get like it's illegal, but I don't think there's anybody out there that's really enforcing the laws on it. I mean, if a cop finds you with it, yeah, you're fucked. But I don't think it's something that they're looking for either.
1: Right, yeah. There's no so ayahuasca there cartels. Uh, no right, one, right. no one, no one has street you know, gangs they're, yeah. where, they're, where they're shooting yeah. each other with Uzis over who can sell yeah. ayahuasca on this yeah. corner. Like yeah. it's, they're, it's enough. They're not going drug. around it's
2: like let's go bust these people that just had religious experiences, you know? Right.
1: <laughs> well, and it's it's not common enough. Like there's not there's not a huge like because weeds a pretty peaceful drug too. But a lot of people do it. So in the places where it's illegal, there's still enough of a, a, a sort of. Y- you know it's 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 a lucrative black market business that people will fight over whereas it's not a lucrative business because it's 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 a very niche drug even even a lot of people that do hallucinogens haven't really done ayahuasca and DMT because it's just it's not readily available it's not widely done even like shrooms or acid and even shrooms or acid when you compare them to like cocaine or weed or heroin the more common ones it's it's a lot less common you know right it's, well, it's, it's until this
2: podcast
0: gets out and Jake's idea uh, hits the airwaves and people on the internet go, hey, bulimics, lose weight fast. Then it's going to take <laughs> off and the next thing we know it's going to be another regulated substance.
1: Not only do I feel skinny in my waist, I feel skinny in my soul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there we go so yeah, yeah. listeners that is john's story uh you can google it you can google ayahuasca you can try and find a place uh here in america you can go to mexico or you can go to peru thanks for coming on and tell us uh, telling us about this man yeah, That's, thanks for being was, on it's, man it's fascinating
2: oh yeah thanks a lot for uh, for having me i'm uh i'm more than happy to share the story so cool cool cool
0: all right everybody uh thanks for listening uh, if you have any questions, nail us, uh, either jakevever.com, nathantimmel.com, and John can come back on and answer questions. Anything we didn't uh, catch, would you come back on and answer questions? Should anybody ask any? Great. So, all right, so there you go. Uh, tell your friends to listen to us, share it, uh, put it on their phones, and say nice things about us on, on any platform that you listen to the podcast on. John, thanks for joining us. Jake. My friend, always good talking to you. All right, goodbye, everyone.
1: Later.